Hey everybody, it's Thursday. I'm Matthew Alaria, and you're watching the Faith for Life broadcast. Let's pray and release faith over today's broadcast, and then we're going to get right into the Word. Father, we do thank you today for your Word. Lord, we love your Word, and we thank you for the power of it working in our lives. Lord, we ask you today for revelation of your Word and grace and help to receive it and put it into practice and to see it work in our lives, and we do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, all this week on the broadcast, we're doing a series of teachings entitled, God is for me. And we're believing that this week on the broadcast, that our faith is going to come up to a level that it's never been before, where we are confident and convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is for us. Now let's go back over to Psalm 56 and we're going to look there at verse 9 again. And it says, when I cry unto you or when I call out unto you, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know. God is for me. Come on friends, say that with me. This I know. God is is for me. Now, it's amazing how many times in his word God would reveal to people that he was for them. See, God wants us to know that he is for us. In Genesis chapter 26, verse 3, he told Isaac, Sojourn in this land and I will be with you. What was he telling Isaac? I am for you. In Genesis 31, 3, the Lord said to Jacob, return unto the land of your fathers and to your kindred, and I will be with you. Not, not just, again, not just with you in the sense of present with you, but with you in the sense of I'm for you. Come on, you ever had anybody look at you and go, I'm with you. What's that mean? I'm for you. And this is what God was telling Isaac. This is what he was telling Jacob. He told Moses in Exodus 3.12, certainly I will be with you. What's he telling Moses? I'm for you. And then in Deuteronomy 20, um, 31, verse 23, he told Joshua, be strong and of good courage for you shall bring the children of Israel into the land which I swore unto them and I will be with you. Come on, God wanted Isaac to know that he was for him. God wanted Jacob to know that he was for him. God wanted Moses to know, I'm for you. God wanted Joshua to know, I'm for you. Even Jesus said this in John 8, 29. He said, he that sent me is with me. See, Jesus knew that the Father was for him. And friend, God wants you to know that he is for you. In Hebrews 13, verse 5 in the Amplified Bible, it says this, For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not. I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, or relax my hold upon you assuredly not. I think the Lord is trying to get something across to us 
And he's telling us, I'm for you. I'm with you. I'm on your side. I won't leave you. I won't fail you. I won't forsake you. I won't let you down. Come on, friend. God wants us to know that he is for us. And then in verse 6, it says in that chapter, Hebrews 13, 6, So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me? What, what happens when you get convinced that God is for you? You get comforted, you get encouraged, and you get bold. Come on, when you realize God is for you, and that becomes a living reality to you, not just a scripture you read once or a scripture you know, but when that takes root in your heart and when that gets alive on you, on the inside of you, what happens? You get encouraged, you get joyed, you get bold, and you get confident. Why? Because the one that hung the stars in the sky, he is for me. Now, another thing that happens is when you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that you're going to make it. I want to say it to you again. When you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that you're going to make it. What do I mean? You're going to make it through. You're going to make it over. You're going to enjoy victory. Come on, you're going to break through. You're going to overcome. You get convinced that you're going to make it when you get convinced that God is for you. See, because I believe God is for me, I believe he will completely take care of me. In Psalm 57, 2, in the easy to read version, it says, I pray to God most high for help and he takes care of me completely. And friend, when, you, when you're convinced God is for you, you get convinced he's going to take care of me completely. Another thing that happens is when you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that he will sustain you all your life. In Isaiah 46, 4, it says, and even to your old age, I am he. This is God talking. I am he. I will carry you. I have made you. I will bear you and I will carry you and deliver you. See, when you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that he's going to support you. He's going to sustain you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to help you all of your life. Why? Because I'm convinced he's for me. And when you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that when it comes to your life and to your well-being, God will do whatever needs to be done to take care of you. In Psalm 37, 4 in the Message Bible, it actually says that he will do whatever needs to be done. See, no matter what comes, I'm going to make it. Why? Because God is for me. No matter what attacks come, no matter what challenges I face or encounter, no matter what comes, I'm going to make it. And I'm convinced I'm going to make it 
because I'm convinced that the one <laughs> that slung the stars in the, into, the, into the universe, the one that, that hung this planet in space, the one that spoke and created the earth, that one is for me. And he's my father and he loves me. Praise the Lord. And so you start getting convinced that no matter what comes, I don't know about you, I'm going to make it. I mean, coronavirus, economic upheaval, political corruption, no matter what comes, I'm going to make it. Threats of wars and earthquakes and natural disasters, no matter what comes, I'm going to make it. Why? Because I'm convinced that the one who created the heavens and the earth He's for me. Isaiah 43, 3, 1 um, says this, Fear not. This is God talking, for I've redeemed you. I've called you by name and you are mine. What's God saying? I'm for you. Verse 2, it says this, When you pass through waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they won't overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Come on, what's he saying? No matter what comes, I'm going to take care of you because I'm for you. And so, friend, you have to begin to cultivate this mentality in your life that if I need help, God will help me. If I need direction, He'll give it to me. If I need mercy, I'll get it. If I need strength, I'll have it. If I get off, come on, if I start making a mistake and I'm getting ready to do something that's really going to hurt me, God will show me. Come on, say that with me. If I need help, God will help me. Say it with me. If I need direction, God will give it to me. If I need mercy, I'll get it. If I need strength, I'll have it. If I get off, if I, if I start to make a mistake, God will show me and I'll get it fixed. Why would I say that so boldly? Why would you say that so boldly? Because He is for you. And because he's for you, he's going to do for you whatever he needs to do for you to help you make it, to help you make it through, to help you overcome. Psalm 94, verse 18, the psalmist said this. He said, when I said my foot slips, your mercy, O Lord, held me up. Verse 19, in the multitude of my thoughts, you could say in the multitude of my disquieting thoughts, Within me, your comforts delight my soul. What was the psalmist saying? When my foot slips, you were there to hold me up. When I needed to be comforted on the inside, you were there to comfort me. What's he saying? When I needed help, you helped me. When I need mercy, you gave me mercy. When I needed strength, you'll give me strength. If I need correction, you'll correct me. But whatever I need, Whatever I need to make it all the way, whatever I need to do to overcome, whatever I need to do to break through, whatever I need to do to, to run my race and finish my course and keep the faith, whatever I need to do that, the one that is for me, he will supply it all. And he will supply it all for me because he is for me. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 41. And so you can see that when you can, when you get convinced that God is for you, you get convinced about some other things. You get convinced that you're going to make it. You get convinced that God will take care of you. You get convinced that God is going to sustain you. You get convinced that God will do whatever needs to be done to help you, to see to it that you 
come through, to see to it that you overcome and get through and break through. Praise the Lord. Now, in Isaiah 41, verse 8, the Lord said this, You, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Now, now, friend, why, why should you care about him talking to the seed of Abraham? Because you are the seed of Abraham. Galatians 3.29 said, If you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so God's talking to you and me in this verse. He said in verse 10, Fear thou not, for I am with you. What's God saying? I'm for you. So you don't need to be afraid. He went on to say, Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 11, Behold, all they that were incensed against you shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with you shall perish. Verse 12, Even them that contend with you they that war against you shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. What's God saying? Your enemies, the things that are not, the ones that are not for you, the ones that are against you, I'm against, and your enemies will be a zero. See, God said, I'm with you, so don't fear and don't be dismayed. The word dismayed means this, don't sink in spirit. Don't be anxious. Don't be depressed. Why can you and I walk free from fear? Why can you and I walk free from anxiety? Why can you and I walk free from being despondent and discouraged and depressed? This is why. Because God is for us. And because He's for me, I don't have to be afraid of anything. Because nothing I encounter is bigger than Him. And because he's for me, I don't have to be depressed because whatever there is to be depressed about, God can fix it and turn it around. And so God is saying, I'm for you. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. This is what he does for the ones that he is for. And friend, you and I don't have to fear. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be despondent. We don't have to be dejected. Because God is for us. Verse 13, the Lord said this, For I, the Lord's your God, I love this, will hold your right hand saying unto you, Fear not, I'll help you. <laughs> Friend, that is one of the best things you've ever read in the Bible. And, and that, that became such a revelation to me after we had our girls. Because, you know, there's so often that you'll grab their hand and, and, and you'll stick your hand out to them and, and they'll hold, grab back and grab your hand. And just by extending your hand to them, they know dad's for me. Dad's going to take care of me. Dad's going to help me with this. And, and what an awesome reality is that the one that hung the stars in the sky, the one that spoke and created this earth, that one, the one that raised Jesus from the dead, the one that parted the Red Sea, <laughs> the one that, that rained manna down from heaven, that one is sticking his hand out towards you and telling you to hold, hold my hand. I'm with you. I'm for you. 
I'll help you. Friend, let that settle down upon you today and be a reality to you today because God said it to you, I'll hold your right hand. So don't be afraid. Why would he, why would he do that? Because he's for you. And he went on to say in that chapter in verse 18 of Isaiah 41, I will make the wilderness, that's the wilderness is talking about a desert. I will make the wilderness or the desert a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. What is that revealing to us? God is for us and he will do whatever it takes to take care of us even if he has to turn the desert into a pool of water <laughs> and he can do it, praise the Lord. This is good news, isn't it? Now, as we're closing today's broadcast, I want to remind you of these three things. Number one, God wants us to know that he is for us. He, he told it to people repeatedly in the scripture that he was for them. Number two, when you're convinced that God is for you, you get convinced that you're going to make it. And then number three, when God is for you, He strengthens you, He helps you, and He upholds you. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we do thank you today so much that you are for us. Lord, we rejoice in it. We praise you for it. And we make a decision right now that we will not fear no matter what comes because you are for us and we are convinced that we're going to make it all the way we're going to run our race we're going to keep the faith we're going to finish our course and you're going to help us every step along the way you're going to take care of us you're going to support us and you're going to sustain us because you are for us Lord, we do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you so much for watching today's broadcast. Now, don't forget to come back tomorrow for Friday's edition of our Faith for Life broadcast, and we're going to close out this series entitled, God is for me. We'll see you then.